Welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy. I'm this guy. My name is Brent. I have been an English teacher in the United States for over 20 years. And the goal of this podcast is to help you improve your English. Before we get started, if you are listening on Apple or Spotify, would you mind leaving a like or a comment? It really helps other people find the podcast. Thank you so much, and I hope you learn a lot from this episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, what is going on? Hope everyone is doing well. I hope it sounds okay. Have a little music playing in the background. I hope you like it. If you don't like it, let me know in the chat. But today we are going to talk about English vocabulary words you might use when talking about a pet. Let me know in the chat, do you have a pet? I have a pet. I don't have a pet, actually. There is a dog who lives in my house. Neither one of those are the dogs that live in my house. But I have a dog that lives in my house. He's a puppy still. We'll talk about puppy in a little bit. But yeah, if you have a pet... Let me know in the chat because we are talking about pets today. Freddie Wolf, what is going on? He is from France. He is here to learn some English. Casey, hope you're doing well. You know what? I saw Audie the tie in there. Apple the frog is here. Yulia, welcome. Yeah, so let's talk about some pets. I will also have some sentences for you. They will show up on the screen and you can work on your shadowing with those sentences. So let's talk a little bit about pets. Megas here. What's going on? Samihai, I hope you're doing well. Blissful Mummy's back. Don't have a pet right now. Blissful Mummy doesn't have a pet right now. Maybe that's why she's blissful. If somebody has a lot of bliss, they're full of happiness. I know sometimes pets can cause frustration. Frustration. They can make you angry. Yes, I agree. Let's talk about some pets. Ooh, Thomas. Wait a second. You have a horse, a dog, and two cats. It's a lot of pets, in my opinion. Nice. All right, so I hope that this will help you. Fafa, hope you're doing well. Casey says, I do not have a pet. I used to have a dog. She was poisoned by God knows who. Oh, that's sad. That's sad. I mean, 
I have a pet that lives in my house. I don't exactly like them that much. I do. I, I like them. Okay. But I would not want them to be poisoned. Taiwan's in the house. Welcome. Welcome. No, we just started. We, we are three minutes into the lesson, which kind of probably means we should talk about the lesson, right? Wait one second, one second. I do need to give a huge thank you to Amina. She left a super chat before we started. Let me get rid of all this stuff here so that we can see Amina's super chat. She was very kind. It was a very nice, very nice super chat. So let me give a little bit of this right here. Thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, Amina, thank you so much. That means so much. She says that uh, she's working today, but she will probably watch on replay. So a big shout out to anyone watching on replay, anyone listening to the podcast. All right, let's do this. The first word, vocabulary term you might hear when talking about pets is adopt, adopt. So let's say you don't have a pet. You might go to a place called an animal shelter. I think that's the next one. Yeah. You might go to a place called an animal shelter. That is where dogs, cats, maybe a few other animals will stay if they don't have any owners. There will be people there who will take care of them, but you can go there and the verb we use is to adopt. So if you take a cat or a dog home with you from a shelter, we would say you have adopted that pet. You are now that pet's owner. And I have a sentence for you right here says you could go to an animal shelter and adopt a pet. You could go to an animal shelter and adopt a pet. So those are our first two English vocabulary terms we use with pets. Here's another term that you might hear stray, a stray animal is an animal that is walking the streets and they don't have an owner. Maybe they got lost. Maybe their owner didn't want them anymore. We would call that animal a stray. You might have a stray cat. You might have a stray dog. An animal shelter is where stray pets will end up. Now, I wanted to introduce that phrasal verb to you. Because we use it quite often in English, it doesn't have really anything to do with pets. I mean, you could use it with pets. I just did. But let's talk a second about end up. If you don't know that English phrasal verb, well, guess what? You will. You will right here. End up, it means like the final place got a couple sentence for you. Now, I don't think this is you, but let's say 
a very bad person is doing bad things. If you don't stop doing bad things, you will end up in jail. So it's like the final thing after many things, it's the final thing. Now this one I hope is true for you. I'm going to use end up in another way. Hopefully you will end up studying English for the rest of your life and become really good at it. End up, end up. So by the end of this English lesson, I hope you end up learning many terms we use with pets. End up. It's a phrasal verb we use all the time. Doesn't just have to be with pets. All right, back to the pets though. We talked about shelter. Now let's talk about breed. Breed. A dog breed is the type of dog it is. We have poodles. One of the dogs in that picture is a poodle. The one all the way on the right, the white dog. Poodles, Great Danes. That darker dog on the left, it's a Great Dane. You might also hear in English boxers or French bulldogs. So the breed of dog is the type of dog it is. But if you know anything about dogs, most of them probably aren't purebred. We'll talk about that word in a minute. If a dog is purebred, they are only one breed. So a poodle, its father was a poodle, its mother was a poodle. It is a purebred poodle. You might hear this term though, mutt, mutt. A mutt is what we call a dog with different breeds. And if you go to the shelter, most of those animals will be mutts. It's usually a little more expensive to get a purebred dog. That's in the United States. And I also think that is every country. So if your dog has only one breed, it is a poodle. It is a Great Dane. It is an English bulldog. It's going to be purebred and a little more expensive for you to buy. Fayez is here. Hey, Betty Lou, welcome. All right. I, I, I think the music is also relaxing for me. I love to put it on when I'm studying, when I'm studying my Italian. I see talk Italian with Errone is here. And um, when I'm putting together a lesson for you, I will often put on lo-fi music. That's what we call it in English. That's the music that's playing in the background. It's probably called lo-fi in your language too, right? Fayez, yes. The dog that I own, the dog that my wife owns is not purebred, but its parents were purebred. So it was a French bulldog and a pug. Those are a couple types of breeds. And the dog we have in our house is a frog. 
F-R-U-G. Frug. Renata has not had a dog in a long time. I wish I could say the same. Um, Blissful Mummy. Hey, um, we don't usually use... The question is, can we use hybrid instead of mutt? And we don't. We don't usually use this for animals. Hybrid. We might use it for a vehicle, for a car. And hybrid means it has a little bit of two or more things. So a hybrid car will run on electricity, but it will also run on gas. So it seems like we could use that for dogs that are are mutts, but we don't. Oh, hey, Freddie Wolf, wait. We're going to talk about cage. We're going to talk about crate. So his question is, is a cage and an animal shelter similar? No, no. Animal shelter is the actual building you would go to to adopt your pet. Now, they might be kept in cages or kennels or crates. And we are going to talk about all three a little bit later in the lesson. Okay, I'm glad. Ray, hopefully um, this question came up at least twice. So hopefully is mutt the same as hybrid? No, we don't use those for dogs. Yeah, for the most part, at least a dog you would have in your house. No. Renata, have you seen? Actually, we're not going to use kibble. We're not going to talk about kibble. So let's Renata has a question about kibble, and that is not one of my slides. So let's talk about it right now. Hey, Brent, I have a real quick question. I hope you see it. I did. What does kibble mean? I won't send it again. It's okay. Please don't spam the chat. But if I missed your question, put it in again. Maybe I will see it. Kibble. It's almost like a little treat you give to a dog or a cat kibble it's going to be small probably just one or two pieces but it's what a dog can eat or a cat and it's usually special some people might use it as giving their dog some kibble as a meal but it's usually just like little special treats it's food definitely food chef cats in here Hope you're doing well. The next one is breeder. The next one is breeder. So you can have dog breeds, but a dog breeder is someone who owns dogs, lets them have babies, and then sells those babies. That is a breeder. I have a sentence for you. A breeder is a person who cares for purebred puppies and sells them. We're going to talk about puppies in a little bit. Those are just baby dogs. So a breeder is someone who owns purebred dogs 
They let them mate. They let them have babies. They take care of the puppies for usually eight weeks and then they sell them a breeder. We bought our dog from a breeder. That breeder had a French bulldog and had a pug. Those two dogs made a baby and we got one of the babies. We got one of the puppies, a breeder. And it looks like the people in the picture, they look like they really care for those dogs. So a breeder is going to care for the dogs. We're going to talk about a place that doesn't care for dogs, but a breeder is a good term. That is a good person. When you hear breeder, think good person. We're going to talk about some not so nice people a little bit later. The next term, actually two of them, spayed and neutered, spayed and neutered. A girl dog gets spayed. A boy dog gets neutered. This is an operation, so the adult dog cannot have babies. Now, having your pet spayed or neutered is actually pretty important because in the United States, we do not have a lot of stray animals. Most dog owners, most pet owners, they are encouraged to get their pets spayed or neutered. I think you can also get a cat neutered too. And it would be helpful because I've seen some countries where there are a lot of stray dogs and stray cats. We try to have our pets neutered very soon. In fact, our dog, my wife's dog, he will be a year old next month. He will be one year old in June, but he was actually neutered last month. So our poor little dog cannot have any babies anymore. He was neutered. He was neutered. Hey, Manuel says this lesson is going to be off the chart. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I hope so. I hope I don't mess it up. Do you know what purpose dogs have been bred for? Fayez is wondering. We're going to talk about companionship a little bit later, but um, some dogs are bred for companionship. That means to be a good friend. My brother has a dog called a Labrador Retriever. In English, we call it a Labrador Retriever. And that dog was originally bred in Canada. That dog was bred, was bred. Look at how, and Fayez spelled that verb the correct way. Not like bread you eat. Bread, B-R-E-D. That dog was bred for hunting. So hunters would usually shoot a bird out of the sky, maybe a duck, and the Labrador Retriever would retrieve it. That verb retrieve 
means to bring back. So the dog would find the bird and bring it back to the owner. They would retrieve it. Oh, Betty Lou can't tag. Hey, if you can't tag, it's probably because you are on a phone. Yeah, if you're on a desktop, if you're on a computer, you should be able to tag. But if you're on a phone, probably not. Probably not. Hey, we don't have that one, Casey, but fetch the ball. You could play fetch with your dog, and that means you throw the ball and they bring it back or they retrieve it. Audie, Audie the tie has a cat. My lovely cat, he likes to sleep in his cardboard shelter, like his cave, because his name is Tiger. Very nice. Spade and neutered. If you don't have a question about spade or neutered, I guess we will move on. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Renata mentioned castrate. Castrate. We would use that for people. And um, I think that's illegal to, to do that to people without their permission. But actually for, um, for men, you might hear the term vasectomy. Vasectomy. Men when they do not want to have children, might get a vasectomy. It's what we call it in English. And then, uh, yeah, can't, can't have babies anymore. Vasectomy. Oh no. My dog got spayed from a cruel woman. Sorry to hear that, Apple. But um, most people will have their pets spayed or neutered in the United States, unless they want to breed them. If they're a breeder, you know, you want that dog to have babies. So, what? Miho, hey, what's going on in Japan? Hope you're doing well. Labrador Retriever, they are a very popular dog in the United States. And the Akito is originally from Japan, but there are some Americans who have Akitos. Modags, hope you're doing well. Gonna beef that, beef that English up for the next couple hours. Yeah, um, Bob the Canadian is going live in a couple hours. Don't forget to uh, watch his stream. He is always good. No, no, not another lesson about balls. This one today is all about pets. The next one is a rescue a rescue so you might know the verb rescue firefighters might rescue a person from a a burning building but a rescue that means that pet probably a dog a rescue is a pet who was in a shelter and somebody adopted them So you might go to a friend's house. Oh, hey, I saw that uh, you have a new dog. They might say, yeah, he's a rescue. We got him from a shelter. There are some people that are very passionate about dogs and they don't work at a shelter. Sometimes they may adopt dogs 
as rescues and they try to find other people who need a dog, a rescue. That would be a pet who was in a shelter or their owners gave them up for some reason, a rescue. The next one, pet store. Yeah, you could, you could probably go to a pet store and get a pet, you could, but pet stores are usually where you can buy pet food, pet toys, and other things for pets at that store. Yes, they might have dogs for sale or cats for sale, but the pet store in my area does not have any dogs or any cats for sale. I think it might be illegal in my state. I'm not sure. But if your dog wants a toy, we're going to talk about a couple toys in a minute. Or your dog needs some food. Or your cat needs some food. Or you want to buy a mouse or a gerbil. Some Americans keep mice, gerbils, rats as pets. You might be able to buy it at the pet store. All right, I have a sentence for you. If you would like to practice shadowing, you might be able to buy pets at a pet store, but they probably have pet food, pet toys, and other supplies for pets there. So when you hear pet store in English, don't think you're going in to buy a pet. It's most likely for pet supplies, pet store. The next one, this is not so nice. So we talked about breeders before. Breeders are people who care about their dogs. They care for them. A puppy mill is kind of the opposite. It might look like this in the picture, lots and lots of cages. And the only thing this puppy mill wants is money. They don't really care for the pets that they breed. Here's a definition. A puppy mill is a bad place that breeds dogs, a lot of dogs, but they don't really care about the dog's health. They only care about money. So if you go to a puppy mill, you will probably see lots and lots of dogs. They might not be cared for. A lot of the pet stores, if they sell dogs, there is a good chance that those dogs have come from puppy mills. So if a person wants to buy a purebred dog, they will probably go to a breeder. In the United States, there is a better chance that that dog is going to be healthy if they get it from a breeder. If they buy it at a pet store, there's a good chance that puppy was born in a puppy mill. And if the dogs aren't cared for, that means they're going to have more health problems 
they're not going to be as healthy if they come from a breeder. All right, let's check the chat here. Uh Uh-oh, what is this? Okay, Um, Ray, do people in America have a low opinion of people who buy pets from pet stores when they can get them from the shelter? Yes, there are some Americans who think that you should go to the shelter and adopt a pet. They are going to be pets who need homes. They are going to be cheaper and you're going to be saving a life. Some people, like my family, wanted to pay a little extra money and have that puppy right from birth. In in Maine, where I live, I think a breeder has to keep the puppy with their mother for eight weeks. So we got our dog eight weeks after, and that way we could train them the way we wanted. But I totally respect people who go to the shelter and get an animal who needs a home. Sometimes those dogs have experienced trauma. Sometimes they're wonderful pets. But yes, that is a thing with some people. Hey, you shouldn't buy your pet. You should adopt one from the shelter. Ray, great question. Great question. All right, Renata. Renata, good luck with your house. Oh, move to a different place in the house. I read that very quickly. Renata says, I will watch on replay. I move to a different place of the house where the signal is stronger. So maybe Renata's internet wasn't working so well. Yeah, you would never really want to buy a dog at a puppy mill. They're going to be a little cheaper. And the puppy mill doesn't want you to know it's a puppy mill. We do have some in Maine. And there are certain laws um, against having too many dogs in one place. So sometimes you will see puppy mills get shut down puppy mills get shut down if they get shut down that means they have to stop running like they can't be a puppy mill anymore and the next one kennel kennel this can be a tricky one because kennel has two meanings a kennel can be the place in the picture where dog is kept. So a kennel. See that dog? Those are actually huskies. I hope this isn't a puppy mill, but those dogs, they're all huskies, and they are kept in a kennel. It could be because they are waiting to work. Those are the types of dogs that pull sleds in the winter. Huskies. So a kennel, it could be just a place where the dog sleeps at night, a kennel. But a kennel can also be where dog owners pay other people to keep their dogs when they go on a trip, a kennel. So let's say I have a vacation coming up. My wife, Jamie, and I, we are going to be going away 
We are going to be getting on a plane and flying away. Well, because we have a dog, we have to find a place to keep that dog. So we could kennel him. Can also be a verb too. And a kennel is a place where the dog will stay. They will feed the dog. They will take the dog on a walk. And when we come back, hopefully our dog is healthy, happy. He had some fun. So a kennel is a place where you could keep your dog overnight or on the weekend or for a week and they will take care of the dog. You pay them, they take care of your dog. My dog also goes to something called doggy daycare. Doggy daycare. Two days a week, my wife will bring the dog to this place called doggy daycare. They have other dogs there and he will play all day and he will come home very tired. We have daycare for kids, for babies. It's the same thing. If the mom and dad have to work, they will bring their child to daycare. People there will watch their child, make sure they get fed, make sure they are safe. Doggy daycare, same thing, just for dogs. All right, kennel. Are there any questions about kennel? Because it can be very confusing. In the picture, those dogs are in kennels. You could also say they're in cages. Kennel, it just sounds a little nicer. Kennel is like a big cage. But you could also take your dog to the kennel when you go for a trip. You can kennel your dog. Hope that helps. All right. Natalia says, I like to go out with my dog to the stores or coffee. Pet friendly. That is a great term, Natalia. Pet friendly is exactly what Natalia is talking about. So those are places like coffee shops or stores that allow your pet, probably a dog, to come in there. And you might see signs on the door that say, hey, we're pet friendly. They might even have a bowl of water right by the door to let you know it's okay to bring your dog in here. Oh, no way. Renata has a kitten. My brother and sister-in-law brought me my cat in 2017. I think they got him from an animal shelter. Well, that's a very nice thing, right? You So you could call that cat a rescue. You pretty much saved that cat's life because he came or she came from the shelter. Ah, look at that. Cane. Gato. Dog and cat. Spoiled. Um, spoiled Hank. Yeah, the dog's name is Hank, and he's probably, uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's spoiled. I don't. I don't spoil him. Harry, what about Pen? That's a great question. So I would say a kennel and a pen are the same thing. So 
And Harry spelled it exactly right. You might think, I don't even have a pen around, but you might think, oh, a pen to write with. Oh, I, I know what that, just hit my computer. I know what that means. English, don't you love it? Yeah, a pen could be a place where you keep a dog. That picture right there, I could have said, oh, those dogs are being kept in a pen. Nicely done. Cage, we are going to get to that. We are going to get to Cage in a minute. The next one. I thought there were some really hard ones there. So I'm thinking this might be review. And, I mean, come on. What a cute picture, right? So baby dogs, we call them puppies. And you can see there's a puppy right there. Isn't he cute? And then also the little cats, we actually have two names for them. You might hear kitten or you might hear kitty. So baby animals, puppy, super cute, and a kitty. I'm sure there are going to be no questions about that. Hey, Mary's here from Iran. Welcome, Mary. Right. Mega says she likes the background music. All right, good. Yeah, it, I don't know what it is about the music, but when I'm listening to it and I'm trying to learn, it just calms me, makes me feel calm, makes my brain ready to learn more, I think. All right, Fayez, is it legal to take a vicious dog for a walk? Okay, we're going to talk about leash in a minute. But there are leash laws in the United States. A leash law means your dog has to be on a leash if you walk it. Man, we'll talk about leash in a minute. But no, you the dog could have something on its mouth called a muzzle. I don't have muzzle as one of our terms. But a muzzle can be put on a dog if you are afraid that dog is going to bite somebody so a muzzle can be put on the dog but if a dog bites another person the person who is bitten can sue the dog owner okay so it's not illegal but yes a muzzle it goes over the dog's mouth and prevents the dog from biting. What's that? I don't know about that. A, a puppuccino? Is it really? Is it really a thing? I don't think Jamie is watching. We don't. Starbucks is too expensive for us. We don't go to Starbucks. But Jasper, good to see you in here. The apartment in my community allows people to have pets. Oh, that's good. Now, sometimes this is not a term that I have. Pet deposit though. Let's talk about that one right now. Pet deposit. If you are going to be moving into an apartment, you might have to pay pet deposit if you want to have a pet. A deposit means 
you pay money when you move in could be $500. The pet deposit might be $500. When you move into your apartment, you pay the owner $500. Now it's a deposit. If your dog doesn't destroy anything in the apartment, when you move out, you get your $500 back. If when you move out, your pet does damage, the apartment owner will keep that money. Pet deposit. If you stay in a hotel room in the United States, some hotels allow pets, but you might have to pay a pet deposit. If the dog doesn't mess anything up, if your dog doesn't destroy anything, you get that money back. Canine. Canine. Yeah. So um, there is a word in English, starts with a C, canine, but you also might see canine in the police department. And that means that officer has a dog, a dog probably in their car. They work with a dog, canine. No way. The kitty picture? It looked like Audie's cat when it was a kitty. Aw, very cute. The next one, kitty litter. Kitty litter. So when your cat goes to the bathroom, they might go to the bathroom in kitty litter. And if you see that cat is sitting in a litter box. That cat is sitting in a litter box. Inside that litter box is kitty litter. Let's see if I have a sentence for kitty litter. Do I? I think I do. Oh, don't you love English? Huh? We have kitty litter, but then we have something else called litter too. Three things. So you might see kitty litter. A cat might go to the bathroom on kitty litter in their litter box. You might see somebody throw trash out their car window. Any trash on the street that could be called litter. But then also, you might also hear a litter of kittens or a litter of puppies. A litter, it's when the mom have, has babies. We might say, oh, she had a litter of four puppies. A litter is like the whole group of the little babies. So the mom had a litter of four puppies. So cats, dogs, they have litters. Bunch of little babies. Bunch of little babies. Just checking through the chat. Look at, look at that. Look at that. There you go. You got it right, Natalia. I thought a litter was a group of puppies. 
that were just born. Yes. Yeah. Don't you love English? We have at least three ways we use litter and it's pretty different. All three of those ways are pretty different. Two of them have something to do with pets, which is good. Kitty litter. English. I'm so sorry. Ah, Ray. When is a puppy considered an adult dog? It's a great question. Usually two years. Two years of age. So our puppy, our dog, he had puppy food since he was born. He has been eating puppy food since he has been born. And then they have adult dog food. And he started that at like one year old. So it just depends. But I think most most vets, I don't think I have this. Um, there will be a part two because I have a whole like whole bunch of uh, terms that I didn't put on this list. But vets are people who take care of pets. Vets are people who take care of pets. I think two years old is when a dog is full grown and considered an adult. Renata, I hate it when people litter too. I mean, how easy is it? Now, my car is a bit of a mess. You might have seen some videos where I was in my car. It was a little messy. But you know what? I would rather my car have some litter in it. And then when I get home, I can just throw it away in the trash can. Who throws trash or litter out their car window? Does not make me very happy. I don't blame you, Renata. All right, the next one. You might hear this in English. A chew toy. So dogs, they love to chew on things. Hopefully they don't chew your slippers. So instead of having them chew your slippers, they might chew on a chew toy. We also have another toy in English called a squeak toy. And guess what a squeak toy does? It squeaks. It can be a little annoying. If at night your dog wants to play and you have given your dog a squeak toy and they are squeaking it. Do you know that word squeak? Think about what a mouse does. That's what we say. A mouse, when it makes a noise, it squeaks. If there is a door when you open it and it makes a sound like, like it needs some oil or it needs some grease, it might go, we might call that a squeak. How did you like my sound effect? Effect. It's not a very good sound effect. A squeak is usually a little higher, but hopefully you know what I mean because you have toys like this in your your language they make a noise squeak that rubber ducky right there if you squeeze it so i'm doing with my fingers right now i'm squeezing it it would probably make a noise squeak toy they can be a little annoying 
chew toy. Hey, here's another one. When um, dogs are puppies, they are probably doing something called teething. That'd be a new word for you. Teething. That is when a puppy's teeth are coming in. When they're born, they probably don't have many teeth. But the teeth, when they come in, we call that teething. The same for babies, also teething. So if a baby or a dog is teething, they love to chew on things. Look at that, mode eggs. Used an idiom, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. That usually means the person who complains the most gets the most attention. Yeah. If somebody is always complaining, they might get attention. Let's say you work with a bunch of people and there's one person that's always complaining to the boss. Hey, I, I want to go home early. Oh, oh, the coffee is cold. They might get a little more attention from the boss and it might be um, negative attention, but the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Oh, squeaky clean. I love it when I take a shower. After my shower, I feel squeaky clean. Radu, good to see you here. How much do chew toys usually cost? It depends. We do have Dollar Trees, Dollar Stores, Dollar Ramas. Um, we do have stores where you can buy things for about a dollar, you could get a chew toy there, but it might not last too long. So I think we have some chew toys at my house that might've cost $4 or $5. Modags, is that, is that toy called a teether, right? I don't know. I haven't heard it called a teeter. teether. Teether, that's not easy to say either squeak toy the next one you know i figured we haven't talked much about fish some people have fish as pets and one of the most common pets to have as a fish would be this guy right here goldfish and in the united states i don't know about where you live there is a snack often given to children their little crackers in the shape of goldfish and they're called goldfish and i had some this week and they are good i had the cheddar jalapeno goldfish they're crackers they are not pets but they were good now you might see a fish kept in a fish bowl that's what we call those things right there fish bowls fish bowls usually a fish bowl can hold one or two fish did you see that there the plural the plural of fish is fish you can have one fish you can have two fish you can have three fish we don't add an s for fish it's not fishes although you might hear fishes sometimes but if you want to speak proper English, just say two fish. Yeah. In that fish bowl, 
there are two fish. Actually, there's one jumping out of the fishbowl. But in one of those fish bowls, there are two fish and one jumping out. In the other fish bowl, there's only one fish. Hope that helps. Hope that helps. Yeah, Mega says that is a cheap toy. Yeah. If a toy if a toy doesn't last that long, you can definitely call it cheap. Yeah, that chew toy that your dog chews through in about two minutes, it's a cheap toy. It's a cheap toy. Cheap doesn't usually have a very good meaning. If something is cheap, it doesn't last long. Usually. Usually. Hey, Linda from Italy. Welcome. All right. Watching on replay. Mode, come in. Yes. You can use that phrasal verb um, when we when we talk about teeth. Uh, let's not talk about hair. Um, yeah, because my hair is falling out. So yeah, I, unfortunately, I don't have any hair coming in. But yes, if we talk about babies, you can say, oh, he's got some hair coming in. Means it's just starting to grow. Or the teeth are coming in. I'm so sad. My, my hair. We can also use falling out. That's what we would talk about my hair. It seems my forehead gets a little bit bigger each live lesson. Like, I thought I had a little more hair last week. Uh, guess not. Guess not. What's that? You could actually say fishes when you're referring to the double plural of the term. Okay. You could. People might look at you a little funny, though, when you're saying fishes in English. So you might just want to stick to fish. But who cares? Who cares, right? Little kids, you will hear them often say fishes. Adults usually don't usually don't say fishes. Drank like a fish. If somebody Betty knows this, right? If somebody drinks a lot of alcohol, a lot of beer, a lot of vodka, you might hear them say, hey, that person drinks like a fish. Hmm. Look at this. Renata, why, right? Why do we do that? Why do we do that? Fish, one fish, two fish. Sheep. Oh, hey, that's a cute sheep over there. How many sheep are in that farm? How many sheep are on that farm? Deer. One deer, three deer. Yeah, our animal... Our animal terms are weird. A lot of them are very weird. Harry. Harry just said fish tank or aquarium. I'm so glad you said that because we also have something called a fish tank. You might also hear aquarium. This would be for housing more fish. So if you only have one or two fish, you put them in a fish bowl. If you have a bunch of fish, well, you might need to get an aquarium or a fish tank. And that is what this person has. You could either either use fish tank or aquarium. Drink like Brent. What? Wait a second. No. You know what? I do drink a lot. But I don't drink that much alcohol. 
hardly at all, but I do like to drink a lot of water and some energy drinks in the morning. I don't like coffee, which uh, means I have to go to the bathroom a lot in between classes. You might know that I, I teach school. I teach four classes a day in a classroom. And in between those morning classes, I go to the bathroom quite a bit. Yeah, lots. It takes a lot of energy, a lot of energy drink. I just, I have one a day. I have one energy drink a day. A monster. I had one this morning. Wait a second. Something sounds fishy to me. Yeah, if you if you don't believe something, or if somebody is cheating, you could say that. Yeah, that seems a little fishy to me. Seems a little fishy to me. Stay hydrated. Thank you. Stay hydrated. I'm, I'm take a drink right now. All right, fish tank, fish bowl, and you might hear aquarium also. Really? Radu? The plural of honey is also honey? I don't know if I knew that. I don't talk about honey that much, but I think also the plural of water is water. Like we usually say, like, I'm going to take a sip of water. Yeah. All right. What do we got left here? A couple more, I think. The next one is cage. So this one doesn't have as nice a sound as kennel, like we talked about earlier. Like if you leave a dog in a cage, it just doesn't sound as nice as, as kennel. Or the next one we'll talk about crate. But you might keep a mouse or a bird in a cage. Those are animals you might hear of as being in a cage. But dogs, we probably wouldn't say it is kept in a cage. It just sounds bad. It has a bad sound to it. But you could keep a bird in a cage. You could keep a a mouse in a cage. No problem there. Another thing you might hear, and this is the term that we use in my house, is crate. So a crate, it's like a cage, but you can see the bottom, it's a little softer for the dog. And you could put a blanket. See, I do have, I do have a sentence for you here. A crate is where a dog might sleep at night or while the owner is away. It might have a blanket or toy inside. So when my family leaves the house, our dog might go to doggy daycare or he might stay in his crate. So he has a nice blanket in there. He has a chew toy in there. It's like his little home in our home. So he likes it. He likes it. He'd rather be with us, but a crate is nice and cozy. A cage doesn't sound as cozy. It doesn't sound as homey. Doesn't sound as nice. 
crate is a nice way to say cage. Crate is a nice way to say cage. Jasper says, if you refer to different kinds of fish, you could say fishes. Is that correct? You know what? It might be correct. If you look in a grammar book, it might be correct. But I think most Americans will always just say fish because it sounds funny to us. So you might hear, whoa, there are a lot of different kinds of fish in that aquarium. I mean, that's what I would say. Is it correct? I'm not sure. But that's what you will hear Americans saying. Whoa, there are a lot of fish, a lot of different kinds of fish in that aquarium. So, you know, if sometimes um, being absolutely uh, grammatically correct, it might make you sound um, a little bit different in the United States. But hey, you do you, right? Speak however you would like to speak. Don't worry about other people. Don't worry about it. Now, the next one, mostly with dogs. You might see it on a cat sometimes, though. But that thing that goes around a dog's neck is called the collar. Going to learn a couple more terms here. Tight and loose. The dog's owner needs to make sure the collar isn't too tight, but it isn't too loose either. So if a collar is tight, let's see, I'll try to make this uh, sweatshirt tight around my neck. You might, it hurts. I could choke if the collar is too tight. But if it's too loose, if it's too big, the dog's head might slip out under the collar. The dog may run into the road and get hurt. So you got to be careful when you have your collar on your dog and you are taking them for a walk. Well, if you're going to take your dog on a walk, you're going to need a leash. And right there is a picture of a leash. Now that dog is not wearing a collar. Do you see how the dog has something around its chest? We would call this a harness. A harness does not go around the dog's neck. That is a harness. So it won't hurt the dog's neck as much. That arrow is pointing to the leash. Oh, that's not, that's too early. The dog's owner needs to make sure the collar isn't too tight, but it isn't too loose either. I thought I had a sentence for leash, but I guess I don't. Leash. Well, if you have a collar and you have a leash or you have a collar and a harness, you can take your dog on a walk. You can take your dog on a walk or you might hear a different preposition. You can take your dog for a walk. You will hear both. 
Okay. You can take your dog on a walk or you can take your dog for a walk. Wait, what? Renata, are the terms Billy Goat and Nanny Goat common nowadays? I've never heard Nanny Goat, but I have heard Billy Goat quite a bit. Yes. Monica. Dominica. How are you? I actually have a student who has a name very close to yours. All right, Brian, great question. Is a collar the same as a leash? And no, we just answered that one, right? So just as a review, oh, my wife is in the chat. Welcome, Jamie Watson. I had a question for you and I can't remember what the question was. Oh my gosh. Okay. Radu, let's talk about this. Yes. Some dogs have shock collars. And if you know what it is, shock, you will know what a shock collar is. So let's go back to collar here. Collar goes around a dog's neck, but if it's a shock collar, the owner will have a remote control, just like for a television the owner will have a remote control. And if the dog barks, the owner can deliver a shock to the dog. It hurts. So some people don't believe in shock collars, but you will hear that. You will hear that term shock collars. Thank you, Radu. Thank you. <laughs> Modeg says, unleash your inner beast heard that before is that monster slogan what Fayez? there's a slogan for the alabama football team unleash the tide what does that mean so if a dog is on a leash it can't get very far right that is the whole point of a leash the dog has to stay near you but if you say unleash the tide or unleash the beast it means to give them freedom. Now, I went to the University of Alabama and our team nickname is the Tide. The Tide. You will see the Tide at the ocean. It's just it's water, like waves. So unleash the Tide, it means to um like play really well against your opponent. I don't think that would help anybody else, but at least unleash, it means to like let free, let free. Hopefully that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. This morning it's probably about 50%, but yeah. It says Brent is made of uh, 60% monster. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. So I try not to drink too much, but it's so good. So good. Yeah. Hey, um, Harry. Great point. Is it going to be funny if someone says necklace referring to a collar? Yeah, probably. Now, a collar is not for decoration. Okay. It's for, it has a use. So a necklace is fancy. It's supposed to look good. So yeah, those two we would not use unless... There, I can I can vi- envision a very rich woman having a poodle, if you know that dog, 
and they might put a necklace around that dog's neck. But no, collar and necklace are, are quite different. All right, speaking on prepositions, Emmanuel, you may as well do a lesson about it and phrases we can use with more than just one preposition. That is a good idea. About a year ago, I did a, a lesson. We took a quiz with prepositions. You could probably look for it. It was a live lesson um, because prepositions can be very difficult, but uh, we might need to update that lesson, Emmanuel. Great point. Whiskers. This one's going to be pretty easy because you can see the picture there. Cats have whiskers. You see those things in the picture? Those are whiskers. So if you never knew what to call those little things that are right above a cat's mouth, now you know. Those are whiskers. And guess what? We have the same term for mostly men, right? It's the little hairs on my face that make up my beard. We call those whiskers. Those whiskers. I think I did a, an entire live lesson on shaving. And I believe we talked about whiskers for people, but you can also have whiskers for cats. Oh, that's a great question, Natalia. Oh, actually, I don't know if Jamie is still here, um, but she's about to take Hank, our dog, on a walk. Jamie, what is that little thing called? I think it's called okay so natalia's question how do we call the little piece of metal that is hooked to the pet's collar and it has its name i would call it an id tag i'll write that out because id i would call it that an id tag it's short for identification so if you can identify something it means you can name it like, oh, can you identify the type of cat that is in the picture? I, I cannot identify that. So an ID tag, it helps you identify the dog. So it might have the address of the pet's owner on it. But yeah, that's what we call it. The ID tag, the ID tag, right? Hey, earlier in the, I never know what mode is going to say. So I'm a little worried about reading this before I actually read it in my head. Hey, earlier in the lesson, Brent was talking about how you pamper Hank. Have fun walking him. Did, did I? I don't know if I said, oh yeah, I did. I did, right? Because he said spoil. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of, he's sort of spoiled. Sort of. Not too bad, though. Here's, this is a tough one, I think, because you will hear both verbs. We're talking about pets here, but guess what? In English, yeah, pet, it can be a verb, too. You can pet your dog or you can pat them. So let's make me... So if... Let's pretend, let, oh, let's pretend, let's pretend this microphone is a dog. Okay. So I'm, I'm patting the microphone right now. 
that's what the verb when I'm doing this, you could say, oh, I'm patting my microphone. Let's pretend it's a dog. I'm patting my dog. Oh, isn't he so nice? But I could also pet him. And pet might be like this. You could also, I would probably use stroke for a cat, but it's mostly pet. We would use that. Look at I'm, I'm petting my cat right now. I'm petting my dog right now. So pat literally means like this, but it doesn't have to be. This could be, oh, he's patting his cat. I say pet though. Oh, he's petting his dog. How sweet. And if you look at that picture right there, that person is petting the cat. You could say pat though. Pat the cat. I think you will hear pet more often though. All right, the next one here. Why do some people get pets? Well, they want companionship. Companionship. And that comes from the word companion. And a a companion can be a person. If you look at that picture right there, it seems that those people have companions. Companion is definitely like friends, but it's also someone you do stuff with. You can hang out with your companion. So let's practice a little shadowing right here. A companion can be a person. A companion is someone you do stuff with. So a companion is the person. Some people buy pets to have companionship. Someone to share their life with. Many people get pets for companionship. Many people get pets to have a companion. Do you see the difference there? Companion refers to the thing, either the friend or the the pet. Companionship is just the whole, whole thing, like your whole life. You want companionship from your pet. You want to share your life with your pet. But many people get pets to have a companion. Hope that helps. Just a couple different ways we use the same root word. I have a companion. I feel companionship when I'm with my friend. Hope that helps. The person you marry might be called a lifelong companion. So that is a person you are going to spend the rest of your life with. We would call that person your lifelong companion. Unfortunately, pets or fortunately, pets don't live as long as people usually. So when you buy a dog, you wouldn't say, That is your lifelong companion because hopefully you will outlive your dog. What dogs live for 12, 13, 14, 16 years. Hopefully that helps. What about this one? Housebroken. Housebroken. 
Now, if you look at those two pictures, the cat in the litter box is back. And that dog, oh, he's going out. He's going out. So when my dog, my wife's dog, has to use the bathroom, someone will ask him, hey, do you need to go out? That means they leave the house to go to the bathroom. And if a pet does that all the time, we would say that they are housebroken. Doesn't make any sense, right? Like usually breaking a house, that would be a bad thing. But housebroken, a pet who is housebroken will go to the bathroom in a place you want them to. Dogs usually go outside. Cats might go in a litter box. Hope that helps. Hope that helps. Oh, Renata says, I am a cat person. You will hear that. That means she likes cats, probably more than dogs. So you might hear, I am a cat person. I'm a dog person. I'm a turtle person. Probably not. I'm a mouse person. Now, we usually use this when talking about cats and dogs because most people, let's face it, you probably either love dogs don't like cats as much or you love cats and you don't like dogs as much they're very different like you might not buy a cat for companionship a lot of the times the cats will just like leave you they don't even want to be in the same room with you a dog that's very different so in the chat would you put in the chat are you a dog person are you a cat person Or are you like Betty? I don't really like animals. I don't like pets. I would probably agree with Betty. I am not a pet person. See what I did there? I am not a pet person. But if you're a cat person, I'd love to hear it. If you are a dog person, I'd love to hear it. Dominica, dog person, dog person. That's a good, see, cats and dogs are so different, right? If you like cats, that's probably one of the reasons you like them because cats are cleaner. Dogs, you know, cats are always cleaning themselves. They will always lick themselves and they will, I don't have this, but they will often cough up a hairball. That's what we call it in English, a hairball. If a cat is licking itself and then it gets too much fur in its mouth or stomach, I'm not a cat person. Fur is the hair on an animal, usually. When they cough it up, Yeah, it's a hairball. And you might hear that cat coughing up a hairball. There you go. Apollo, pet person, cats and dogs. Perfect. Mega, not so much with the pets. I don't blame you. Fafa, dog person. 
Oh, mowed eggs. Once heard someone say, dogs have owners, cats have staff. That is awesome. So staff is like people who work at a place. So the pet store we talked about earlier, they have a staff. That is the group of people that work there. So that makes sense. Cats really don't, they don't make for good friends most of the time. Some cats do, but, oh, Freddie Wolf. I am more of a cat person. Yeah, that's a great sentence. So when he says that, it means I don't hate dogs. I just like cats more. I am more of a cat person. Yulia, I am a cat person and a dog person. Interesting. Shevket is a cat person. All right, here, here's some more differences with cats and dogs. Cats are too complicated. Yeah, they can be. But if you are a person who isn't home a lot, cats can kind of do things on their own. We might call a cat self-sufficient. If, if somebody is self-sufficient, that means they can do everything by themselves. So a cat, you could probably leave for a week, right? Just leave food and water in a litter box. You might have a mess when you come back, but yeah. So cats can be left alone for longer. Yeah. Um. Hey, Natalia, I would say this. Dogs have to be trained. Use that instead. Dogs have to be trained. Whoa, my sentence doesn't start with a capital letter. The D on dog, it should be capital. We call it right there. Capital letter. And you call yourself an English teacher. Right. Should be a capital letter right there. Hmm. All right. Be careful here, Ray. Be careful. What does it mean when people are called caddy? Okay. So some people might take offense to caddy. So if two women are fighting, we would call that a cat fight. Be careful with that term. Some people might not like it. I wouldn't say it, but that's where caddy comes from. So when you hear caddy usually refers to a woman and it usually means they are not nice. They are often talking about gossip. Gossip is coming up in a uh, future video. I think on Wednesday, we'll be talking about gossip. Brent, what does dogger mean? I don't know, Emmanuel. It's not a term that I would use. Um, sometimes we use grammar police. Uh oh, sorry, mode. Put my hands up. You caught me. The grammar police have caught me. Um, you could say dog tired. Someone is really tired. Might hear dog tired. Yeah. But yes. So you could tame. You could tame a cat for sure. You could tame a tiger. You could tame a lion. I would say trained for dogs. And then tamed 
for wild animals. Yeah, so I don't think we would use tame for dogs. Um, you could tame a horse. Yeah. So usually when there's an animal that is wild, usually not in a house, not around people, we would say, I tamed the tiger. I tamed the lion. I tamed the horse. Cats are kind of crazy anyway. So you could probably say tame with a cat, but you might want to use trained instead. Hope that makes sense. Dodger. I don't think so. Not not anything to do with pets at least. Dodger. I don't think so. Train sounds nicer to me. Tame has an element of control. Very well put mode. Yeah. So I think if you stick with the taming of wild animals and then dogs are trained, I think you'll be on to something. Right. Perfect. All right. Natalia, Mr. Brent, do you like pet competitions? I don't know what the name is, but something like a contest, a beauty contest. Um, what do we call it? The dog show. Yeah. So in the United States, we celebrate Thanksgiving. We celebrate that in November. And one of our traditions is to watch the dog show after we eat um, Thanksgiving dinner. And that is like a beauty pageant for dogs. Yeah. It's like a beauty pageant or a beauty contest for dogs. We just call it the dog show. It's a good question. All right. It is time. Casey's back, right? As it's time to uh, wrap this lesson up, wrap this lesson up. I want to thank you all for joining here. If you stick around in like another half an hour, Bob the Canadian will be going live. He is going to do some question and answering. Check his channel out. You probably know his channel, Bob the Canadian. Just look it up. You'll find him. He's kind of big. All right. You all, thank you so much for joining this live lesson for almost an hour and a half. I hope you know more about pets in English than you did before. Thank you so much. Hey, 